episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Bedrick. Open and honest communication is one of the most vital aspects of a healthy relationship and a relationship of any type, whether it's a parent-child relationship, friendship, professional, romantic. Regardless of the type, being able to communicate openly, honestly, transparently is really important for that connection, safety, and trust. So providing feedback, though, can be difficult at times because it can elicit emotional responses from the person you're giving it to, as well as elicit those responses from yourself if you feel uncomfortable or uncertain about how to provide it. So today we're going to talk about seven effective ways to provide this type of feedback to ensure that you're coming across as sensitively, with empathy, with understanding of their experience, but also being specific and deliberate in the point of the conversation. So first and foremost, it's important to set a foundation of relational safety in order to provide any type of effective feedback. And this happens through providing praise and gratitude and positive feedback on a regular basis. And this is with somebody who's in your life actively, maybe a romantic partner or a child. This is something that should be happening daily and multiple times a day. A good rule of thumb for this is to provide three to five times more positive feedback than you do providing feedback that when you are requesting change or when you're expressing a dislike of something. Also, by providing this regular positive feedback, you're also creating a foundation of safety and trust, which then allows somebody to be more receptive to hearing what you have to say because they know you genuinely care about them. The next idea is being specific in your feedback. So when you express to somebody that you would like something to change or be different or that you need something from them, people are not mind readers. You're going to have to be specific and clear and intentional in what you're expressing. And so this is when you want to avoid using absolutes, absolute statements such as always, never, every. That's not helpful nor specific. You want to provide details of what you're looking for and make sure that you're very clear on what is going well, but then also what you would like to see change. Also, avoiding criticizing their character is really important. So when you're requesting change from someone or providing feedback, it's not about their whole character being defective or something wrong with them. So you want to be very clear that it's the behavior that's bothering you and not the person as a whole. Ensure that you're choosing an appropriate time to talk. So maybe after a stressful day of work for yourself or that person wouldn't be a great time. Or if you're providing this feedback to a child, if they had a really rough day at school or maybe they just got an, out of an argument with a sibling or a peer, that would not be an appropriate time to provide feedback. You want to ensure that you both are in a calm state of mind, that you both feel safe, you feel secure, so that you can gently express to them how you're feeling and allow them to express how they're feeling. Also giving them that space to express their perspective. So when we're providing feedback to somebody, we want to allow them the opportunity 
to express how they're feeling about it. Maybe give us their perspective of what happened, of how they feel about it, maybe even their intentions behind it. And that's okay to allow somebody to provide that explanation and that understanding. That does not necessarily mean they're providing excuses or justifications for their behavior. They're just trying to help you to understand where it's coming from. And that's okay. And it's really important that we allow them the space to do so. Also making sure that we are also ensuring that we're demonstrating acknowledgement and appreciation for the changes that they do make. So their efforts towards change that we are expressing gratitude for that, that we are praising them for those attempts, and that we're ensuring that they know that we see that and we appreciate it. So providing feedback in this way will be really valuable and a really effective way to get your point across for them to be able to receive it, knowing that you're coming from a safe, sensitive place, which is overall the best for the quality of not only your communication, but your relationship as a whole. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected.